Everybody has a passion. But what if you could get paid to talk about your passion? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. All right, let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast even with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one singular location. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, Panther Nation? I am your host of the Proud Report, the one, the only Panther Guru. And today we're talking about the unfortunate loss at the hands of the Las Vegas Raiders. The Carolina Panthers lost 34 to 30. It was a high scoring matchup. And, you know, I think a lot of the analysts actually predicted it right that it was going to be a high scoring matchup and one team was going to come out by just a few points. And it just happened to be the Las Vegas Raiders today. I mean, yesterday. So, not to spoil the debut of one Matt Rule, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also lost against the New Orleans Saints. And the Atlanta Falcons lost also against the Seattle Seahawks. But, I mean, of course you want to see the Carolina Panthers win and take an early division lead, or at least be tied for an early division lead since the Saints won, and of course more weight would have been given to a division win, so it at least would have been second place. All right, so let's talk about the game. Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers' lone all-pro player, had 26 touches, 134 yards, and two touchdowns. And I'm not going to lie to you, if you watch the game, the reason why I can say that Christian McCaffrey is the best NFL, like the best back in the entire NFL and the best NFL running back is the fact that this was considered a bad game for him. That's how good this guy is. That 26 touches, 134 yards, and two touchdowns, seems like Christian McCaffrey didn't have a good enough day. And I'm not talking about from a pure stat line standpoint. I'm talking about that he was getting stuffed early on in the game before he just started breaking runs because you just cannot stop this guy. And I mean, you know, the Panthers, they had an opportunity where it was a fourth and one in the game. With a minute 23 remaining, I really believe that the ball should have went to Christian McCaffrey. And a lot of people probably believe that the ball's got to go to your star player. Just like we believe that um, last year, the ball should have been in Cam Newton's hands. And old Super Cam would have won that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The ball had to go to Christian McCaffrey in a play like that. But it's okay. You know, we didn't get the win. It was a close one. It sucks. But... There's a lot of things to be optimistic about about the Carolina Panthers offense. I think that the offense was humming. Roby Anderson looks like an amazing pickup. And Teddy Bridgewater is very, very, very accurate. And that's going to help us way down the stretch. You know, Rule didn't get the win. But, I mean, he definitely took all the blame for uh, the loss in the press conference. And, I, I mean, that's good as a coach to really own it. And, and, you know, want to your team to win and to have the best play calling possible. But, you know, that's how it is. This is football. 
But, you know, the Panthers will move on. And I really believe that the next time they're even in a short yardage situation or even a goal line situation, man, the highest paid running back in the NFL deserves the ball. And he's the highest paid running back for a good reason, too, man. The guy's a monster. But here's some bad news that came out of the game. Dante Jackson um, left the game with what appeared to be a right ankle injury. And um, it was on the same play that Josh Jacobs scored the first touchdown in the game. And it was a touchdown run in the first quarter. Uh, Dante Jackson wasn't like in the locker room and just left the field. He just stayed in uniform on the sideline, but he never came back in the game at any point. Um, So we're going to be monitoring his status uh, throughout the week, and I'll definitely give you guys an update on his status as soon as possible. As soon as any news is out, we'll either tweet out the news, put it on the Facebook page, or I'll hop on the podcast immediately and report the breaking news to you guys. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, Of course, uh, Rasul Douglas, who was picked up by the Eagles, the former Eagles, he went ahead and played, and he had um, two pass breakups. I think he played pretty well, in my opinion just being thrown into the fire and just because he just started practicing with the team last Wednesday. So that's, um, he did a phenomenal job for that. Of course, on the opposite side, you know, fourth round pick from Notre Dame, Troy Pratt Jr., who was partly, partially responsible for that big Henry Ruggs 45-yard catch, which set up a touchdown early on. But, I mean, he's a rookie. I don't really want to say, oh, well, just because of that, that's why we should give him a pass. But our defense is extremely young. Cornerback position looks like it's really shaky. Uh, Trey Boston um, has been doing whatever he can to help in the coverage on the back end at the safety position. But our secondary needs a lot of help. It looked very, very porous. And the front four, unfortunately, didn't get a lot of pressure. Last year, we were killing everybody with sacks. But it seems like this year, we... I mean, I mean, of course, it's just game one. I'm not going to say this year because it's just a game, one game. But we didn't get any, any sacks on Derek Carr. Um, and K1 Short, Brian Burns just didn't seem to generate enough pressure on um, Derek Carr. And this just won't cut it in a, in a place like the NFC, NFC South, you know, where you've got Matt Ryan, you've got Drew Brees, and you've got now Tom Brady. So... I mean, Derek Brown, he did pretty good um, for a rookie debut. He swatted the pass. It looks like he could be a very uh, productive player down the stretch. Um, he's trying his best. And, and as a rookie, like that's, that's, a, that's a huge, huge thing as a rookie. But we just could not generate enough interior pressure to bother Derek Carr much. And the same problem with the run stopping that plugged us last year, it seems like it's going to plague us. Again, this year, unless we address things very fast. And, of course, like I said, it's just one game. This is not to sound the alarm. It's not to ring the alarm. It was one game. But Josh Jacob gashed us. He gashed us. They were seeming to have their way in the run game, and that was a huge um, thing for us last year and needs to be something that we shore up this year. Okay, so while we know that Cam Newton was over there balling in Foxborough, forget about it. He's gone. Much respect to Cam Newton. I like Cam Newton. But we're seeing a really good performance and solid start from Teddy Bridgewater. Like I said, Teddy Bridgewater had an actually good game. 22 of 34, 270 yards and a touchdown while posting a 98.8 passer rating. 
Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, these, these are numbers that are going to be like, oh, man, those are Pro Bowl numbers. But if Teddy Bridgewater maintains consistent play like this, throwing a touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, that's enough to make the Carolina Panthers a playoff team, I can tell you that much. And if the defense can really show signs of life and improvement, I mean, I'm not going to lie, as a Panthers fan, I know you guys are missing the days where we had a, a ridiculously talented defense, and it seems like... um. We've actually been trending in the opposite direction. But this is a very young Panthers defense, which means they have a lot of upside. And Jeremy Chin was a, a, a star, a, a bright spot on that Panthers defense as well. I think these guys, I mean, as the year goes on, I think they're going to gel. And this was a, a Las Vegas Raiders team that was pretty much already kind of put together. They already had a lot of uh, foundational pieces in place. Of course, they're a younger team as well. But this is a very, very young Panthers team that's definitely going to do very well going down the stretch. Jeremy Chin, like I said, just to speak more about Jeremy Chin, this guy has been impressing in camp for a good reason. He was a very, very highly touted pick in the draft when the Panthers seemed to, quote-unquote, steal him in the draft for a good reason. Jeremy Chin had eight tackles, which were the second most by a Panthers rookie in history, only to Lester Towns from 2000. And the best play that Jeremy Chin made on the day was a goal line tackle on running back Devontae Booker to stop him from just pouncing right in. And this showed off Jeremy Chin's speed and power to do so. I encourage you guys, Panthers fans, and we might go ahead and post this on our YouTube channel so you guys can see some of the highlights from the game. This was a highlight that you guys have definitely got to watch, and I believe, um, and I'm going to talk to Mr. Noah all about it. You guys definitely need to go check out the Prowl Report YouTube channel because this play that Jeremy Chin made that we are going to post on there was an excellent stop and showing off Jeremy Chin's talent. And, you know, on the Prowl Report me and the, um, Mr. Know-It-All have been raving about Jeremy Chin's talent. Let's talk about DJ Moore. DJ Moore didn't have a bad day, but four catches, 54 yards, nine targets, an easy drop, and not being able to score on, on a play where he was targeted for a touchdown. I've just come to expect more from DJ Moore as a number one wideout. And with the presence of Robbie Anderson and Robbie Anderson doing well, I think Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore have got to step up. Let us know more of your thoughts about the game. And, you know, of course, it was a heartbreaker, 34-30, to ultimately losing to the Las Vegas Raiders. But the Panthers have a lot going for them on offense. And the defense, I'm hoping, can get it together under the direction of Phil Snow so we can go ahead and start performing a lot better. And if we do that, I do see that the Panthers can be a playoff team. And I don't see why we can't be. Um, of course, it's just week one. Next week, we'll take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. This is going to be a serious test for us. And hopefully, Dante Jackson will can be able to play in that game. Or it's going to be rookies and Rasul Douglas going against Mike Evans and those guys. And O.J. Howard, who was very, very effective in that game against the Saints. But we'll go ahead and preview that game later on in the week. Um, probably on the Friday episode of the Prowl Report, where we'll have our... Um, fantasy analysis as well. We're introducing a brand new fantasy football segment to help you guys get ready for your um, your matchups and your fantasy football matchups. And that will be live on the Prowl Report as well. We'll call that Fantasy Friday and also the Friday game preview. And we're looking forward to posting more content 
on, of course, the Proud Report Twitter page, Facebook page, and also Instagram. And we'll be posting highlights as well. Thank you, guys. And as always, keep pounding and keep engaging with us on all social media platforms. See ya.